0: My name is Matthew. My intentional one thing that I do every day, I started to just build people up. And sometimes even if I have to say something that they need to hear, I always, always, every time, bring out good points about them. What it has done is it has made it a habit in my life. Thank you very
1: much. Listen, Matthew, that's powerful. I was thinking as I was hearing your story here that I bet you every one of us, or most of us, could think of one time, at least, when we were growing up, that someone said something that just took us by a warm surprise in our heart and we felt very encouraged. Could have been a school teacher, a grandparent, neighbor, a parent, but somebody said something that just spoke into your life and then hit you at that moment and you still, you still remember it years later. It's a childhood memory perhaps. Think about that every day. What one thing could we do to encourage people today? Little things that we can say. We mean them, but we say them. Often we mean it, but we don't say it. And when we say it, it makes a big difference. Can I encourage you to do that today? We're talking about encouraging your family. And I think of that little passage that says, a hope deferred makes the heart sick. So bring a little hope to your home today. Dr. Randy here from our Intentional Living Center, along with Stephen and Jennifer and the rest of the team. Thank you for joining us. Uh, as we focus on this thing of encouraging people, in fact, I'd ask the question, "Who in your life has been most encouraging to you, to you? You can share it on our storyline at triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen. That's triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen. We'd love to hear from you.
2: And I'm just calling to let you know how we have been intentional with our own children and, our children started new schools this year so we put little notes in their lunch box and just to tell them that we're thinking of them and to have a good day and god bless so at the end of the day when i close my eyes and i and i say my prayers with
1: my kids i'm also focusing more on what we're thankful for in each other and ever since we've been focused on thankfulness we've seen a lot more love in our family life
0: the intentional thing that i've done is i've prayed to have a love for my stepdaughter as
1: a mother would for their kid. Mm. You know, you think about the power of words. When you think about encouragement, uh, it generally comes through the words that we speak. Words breathe life or death. The words that you choose to speak in your family will resonate over the generations. How many have heard stories about grandpa or grandma or great-grandma or grandpa who who haven't, you've never even met, they're gone, they've been long gone, and yet, Words that have resonated, words of either encouragement or discouragement, that have vibrated and reverberated through the generations, even to today. And uh, the words that we speak, what we choose to say in our family to each other, when we think of the power of living intentionally, there's no more important area than the words that we choose to speak in our life, words that either put in strength or put in courage or words that take away courage, discouragement, and affirmations and pats on the back while they can be good certainly um, don't fit the bill when it comes to really building uh, encouragement into our kids' lives. By the way, we have a top 10 list of intentionals on our website. Uh, these, these top 10 are designed to help you uh, build courage into your kids' lives. I, I shared a few. Let me just uh, camp on a couple of these. Um, another one on the list is to give, give your children wings and not weights. And what I meant by that is that when we speak into the lives of our children, Uh, their capability and possibilities as they trust God, as they rely upon Him, and not weigh them down with all the things that they can't do or haven't done or the impossibilities. And it's easy to take our own negativity and build it into the lives of our sons or daughters uh, through the way that we speak, through our attitudes, through our own hang-ups, frankly. But uh, when I think of that little verse in Proverbs that says that a word aptly spoken, a word aptly, meaning at the right time, the right word, and the right context, a word aptly spoken is like apples of gold, a beautiful picture, isn't it, in settings of silver. And uh, that's how we put strength in. We're talking about kind of, we're not talking about just physical strength here. You know, we have to work to make that, don't we? But at the same time, if we want to build a deeper strength, the strength that will sustain our children for a lifetime, it comes from the power of encouragement. Ultimately, that comes from from God himself. And we're commanded, as I just shared with you in Thessalonians 5, to encourage one another, to build one another up. Those are two things that uh, will make a big difference in your family. So how was that? How did that happen in your family when you were growing up? What can something that you can remember as you look back, how you were encouraged, or in your family today, as you encourage each other? What what works for you? How intentional does this uh, really feel and work in your home? Triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen is the number. This is in regard to the lady that chose to follow her husband and to lift him up. I'm a husband that uh, has a wife like that, and from my point of view, it works. It makes me want to love my wife a lot more, knowing that she stands behind me, behind my decisions. Not that she can't override me sometimes, but most of the time she
0: sticks with my decisions with the children and all, and that just makes me want to love her even, even more.
1: Hmm, there you go. Expressing encouragement in your marriage, that's a part of it, isn't it? Let's go to Tammy who's listening in in Arizona today. Hey, Tammy, welcome to the program.
0: Hi, thank you.
1: Appreciate your call. Tell me um, about encouragement in your family.
0: When I was growing up, my parents um, did not encourage me at all. I think the most positive thing that I heard from them um, was my father. I was the youngest of three. He said, um, at least we got one smart one in wow. the family. And so- it was it was terrible. Because I always tried to overachieve to receive that encouragement.
1: Now, so was it openly discouraging, or was there just a lack of anything?
0: Just a lack of anything. Um, and uh, when I had my son, um, I became a single mom, and I just uh, decided to go the opposite direction. And I always found something encouraging to say to him about mm-hmm. his individuality, about his, uh, any schoolwork that he did. And uh, he's now, my son's now 19 in college. I'm very proud of him. But it made a difference in his life.
1: Oh. So what what kind of things would you say?
0: I would um, leave notes in his lunch and, and just encourage him to have a good day. Uh, my parents, growing up, my parents are not Christian. Um, and, and I was, am. <laughs> so I would also do things like uh, when he would, do a a riding project or do something in sports in school. I was always there, Hmm. Um, you know, giving his friends rides also and and remaining positive around them.
1: Hmm. How has the lack of encouragement affected you as an adult woman?
0: Oh, it has caused depression, um, a lot of anxiety, feeling like a failure. Hmm. Um, sometimes trying to overachieve to receive encouragement.
1: Well, it sounds like you've done a good job with your with your son. You have one one child?
0: Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: Sounds like you've done a good job. You were very intentional in saying, look at the things that I didn't receive when I was a child and I choose to be different now as an adult. I seems to me you need a little encouragement too. Sounds like you've done a good <laughs> job. You've worked hard at it.
0: <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, sometimes um, when we wait for someone to encourage us and they don't, you have to kind of wonder, in your case of your parents, what kind of lack of encouragement did they get that caused them not to be able to pass it on to you, if that makes sense?
0: Right. My parents were, are not uh, very affectionate, um, more more on the depressed side, hmm. and I have an older brother who's, who's passed on. Um, he was more on the depressed side, drinking and drugs. And um, I have a sister who's who's also um, more depressed and mm. never really achieved much career-wise.
1: Well, good for you, Tammy, and having this awareness. A part of uh, overcoming things from our past, forgiveness is huge, but also an awareness of how certain situations or lack of encouragement, in this case, Can affect uh, us later in life, and then choosing to go in a different direction. So, good for you for doing that, and thank you. I'm a
0: caregiver for my mom right now, and she's uh, 80, and uh, I'm trying to encourage her. Wow! Now the roles are reversed. (laughs) I was going to say
1: you're giving her what she didn't give, but uh, you'll you'll never regret it. No, I won't. Thank you for your call.
0: Thank Uh you. Uh Bye bye.
1: Bye bye. What about you, and what kind of encouragement did you receive or didn't receive, and how, what are you doing in your family today? 888 is the number. love to have you join in. We're talking about the power of intentional encouragement.
2: I get um, 88.1 out of Topeka, Kansas, and I um, listen to Dr. Randy Carlson about three times a week driving back and forth. It's just been so inspirational just listening to, you know, all the things that he talks about and all of the people that call in. Um, I recently lost my husband a little over a year ago. It's been a little tough, but the broadcast that's on tonight is about the mind. And that's one thing that my late husband used to always talk about was the mind and keep it a renewed mind. And just wanted to let him know that it's really encouraging and um, just to keep up the good work and it's just blessing so many people.
1: You can change another person's life today by doing this one thing. Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. The one thing that you can do that'll make a difference is to encourage a person who's going through a tough time in their life. Something you say, sometimes just being present, maybe helping them think through a decision they need to make. It says in Proverbs 12:25 that anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. Isn't that interesting? You think about the wisdom of Scripture. Anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. A discouraged person is going to cross your path today. They may have a smile on their face, but you have an opportunity today to be intentional, sharing one word that will encourage them, that will remind them that they are They are loved by God. That's one thing you can do to be intentional. To get our daily video, sign up at theintentionallife.com slash minute.
2: I um, listen to my daughter, she's a teenager. Um, And I make sure that my daughter knows that I love her. I tell her she is the best gift I've ever been given. And praise God, I just love her with all my heart. And uh, I just want to thank you guys for your ministry. Coming soon, the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night with Dr. Randy Carlson. Coming to an event like this can just reset your marriage. A lot of laughs. Uh, He is so (laughs) funny. There's so
0: much wisdom to be learned and gained with intentional living, and that's what it is. It's choosing that intentional love when you don't feel like it.
3: Don't miss the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at New Beginnings Church in Albuquerque. Register now at TheIntentionalLife.com. That's TheIntentionalLife.com.
1: As I hear that uh, little plug for the upcoming conference, uh, I get pretty excited about uh, the marriage date nights. I, I look forward to it. It's my opportunity to get out of the studio from behind the microphone and behind the podcast microphone and get out and meet you and shake your hand. And listen, I know some of you are going to have to travel a long ways to be there, but you're going to come and some of you are going to take a vacation maybe and to travel around parts of New Mexico, enjoy the land of enchantment, and then join us on that Friday night, November the 4th. And if you do, come up and tell me where you're from, okay, because I know some of you are going to be traveling a distance. Now, it's a limited space. The Gold Circle tickets are gone. General admission is available. And so I just feel like I got to remind you, please don't wait until the last last week before the conference, because the tickets are very likely to be long gone by then. Uh, you can check it out today by going to theintentionallife.com. Click on Events. It's all listed there for you. We're going to have a great night, November 4th in Albuquerque, the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night.
0: I've intentionally been listening to the radio station every day with my children to lift them up during the day. And I have intentionally become their role model and have pushed myself to be a better person look forward to the future with God in my heart and express that to my children so they can look at me and use me as their role model
2: and pushes me to do even better every day.
1: It says, catch us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. And if you know the Song of Solomon, In the midst of this beautiful love story between this man and a woman that's so graphic and so picturesque and so powerful, there's this little verse and says to them, but make sure you catch the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards. Our vineyards are in bloom and the foxes are coming to eat the grapes. And what that is really saying in the Song of Solomon is you can have a great relationship and you can have this great sexual attraction and you can have this great intimacy in your marriage But Satan is going to send the little foxes because Satan loves the details and he's going to put it into your relationship and marriages are destroyed because of little things. You know, lives are damaged because of little things. Think about viruses. I mean, that's a really practical topic in the last few years, how that has impacted so many families. And I was thinking about the space shuttle back in 86, the Challenger. That blew up on takeoff, and uh, it was a little thing. It was a small O-ring that was no more than a couple inches wide, apparently, that failed and uh, destroyed those precious uh, seven lives and and took down that uh, space shuttle. And in all of our lives, we can think of little things. And so I just wanted, in this lesson this month, I wanted to remind us that it's the little things that can destroy. That verse that says, the little foxes that eat the grapes destroy the vineyard. It's part of the love story of Song of Solomon, how the little foxes can come and nibble away at the sweetness and the beauty of your marriage. And that's true of our life in general. And so intentional living is focusing on doing that next right one thing, the power of one thing. And I ask the question, what one thing can you focus on the next 30 days? that will make the single biggest difference in your life. Uh, that's an excerpt from the teaching this month on the small things when they're not so small. Uh, masterclass. It's already gone out to our members. If you're not a member, come and join us today. Come and be a part of the family. Your monthly support is huge. It makes a big difference, whatever the amount. But I'll challenge you for a dollar a day, $30 a month. Can i going to encourage you to pick up the phone during West Coast Business Hours and call 888 or go to theintentionallife.com anytime and uh, click on Donate to be a part of the ministry. I hope you've been encouraged today as we think about the power of doing that next right one thing. We've got more to go. Love to hear your comments. Always welcome at 888-888-1717. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional living is not intended to be therapy by radio. Today, talking about encouragement, and again, the word encouragement is way beyond just appreciation. It goes to the real heart of putting in courage. It's to make strong. That's what the word encouragement really means. And if we're putting courage into our children, putting courage into our spouse, into our family, it's going to come through the things that we say and how we respond. And did you feel encouraged when you were growing up and are you passing along to others? Let's find out from Rochelle how she experienced her her childhood. Hi there Rochelle, welcome to Intentional Living. Hi, how are you? Good. How Good. did you how do you relate to encouragement?
3: Um, I think of my dad. When I was 6 years old, he got Parkinson's disease. Mm. So he was an awesome dad. He was always encouraging. He was always trying to teach us character to have the character of god he 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 had a a, a rough childhood, and then
1: how I did hear, he encourage you i mean was it the words that he said what kinds of things would he say
3: he, even though he had a rough child he you know he he hooked up with God, and so that's where I think it changed him because then you know instead of looking at the 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 sad and the bad that happened to him prior, then he just um He loved Billy Graham. He went to those crusades and became, uh, you know, a Christian. And then um, he was always telling us not to lie, to think before we speak, that our words, there's life and death and the power of the tongue. He would say all that to us. And then um, I was the second child, and so I was supposed to be the boy, but I was another girl. And so he um, had a um, harvesting business, and I would go out there and help mm. him. You know, uh, help him change out the spindles because he had Parkinson's. His, his right hand didn't work, so I was his right hand, you know, helper. And so I, I was. He I, he mentored me as I was helping mm. him. You know, and he would he would sing little songs like, "You know, "Jesus loves me, this I know," and just all that encouragement every night before we went to bed, he would give us a hug and say our prayers with us, you know encourage us and and then um and my mom was just the opposite, very negative, and I said, "That lady that you're married mm-hmm. to, she's trying to teach me to lie, and he goes, "I guess i better go talk to her, you know." So he was still really loving and caring, you know.
1: So your mom really was offsetting, basically, what what Dad was trying to do. She was yeah trying to undo. Did she grow up in an environment where she was highly criticized?
3: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, and it tends. And, and she's
3: eighty five. <laughs> to this day, she still has that mouth problem.
1: Oh boy, you know. The, so
3: you know what I have to do? I have to, I have to. Keep, I I just talked to her when I just a few things, and she starts with her mouth. I have to go.
1: Mm, because it can be. <laughs> Discouragement, like I said, encouragement is putting in courage, and discouragement is, if you take the root, the dis is is means to to put a negative resisting force. So instead of putting in courage, you're taking courage out. It's unfortunate. I, th- I hope today, as we think about this thing of in, of being an encourager, we think about our own lives and our own words. Uh, Are we more of a critic than we are an encourager? Okay, Rochelle, thank you. I want to get Nancy on here from Michigan. Uh, Thank you for your call, uh, Nancy.
2: Hello, thank you.
1: Appreciate your call. Tell me, were you encouraged as a child?
2: I was encouraged. I was encouraged by both my mother and my father. Uh, My mother was the fourth child in a family of five, but she came along 10 years after her her three older siblings, and... um, so she, my grandma always called her a nice surprise, <laughs> and my dad was the ninth child out of 14 children.
1: How did they encourage but you?
2: They encouraged me by always telling me, if I would say, I don't think I can do this, I can't do it, too hard. And my dad would say, how do you know it's too hard? You didn't even try yet. Come on, let's try and see if you can do that. Mm. So he would try with me, and of course, probably help me You know, most of the time, but... But just kind of encouraged me to keep trying, and I would be so surprised when I, you know, when I did it. Mm-hmm. And mother was the same way, and dad had health problems, so he was in the hospital a lot, and actually died when I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. But mother just kept up encouraging me, and they not only encouraged me, they encouraged my uh, sister and my brother. Um, my sister was eight years older than I was, and my brother was four years older than me, and they. When they started going together, they were quite old. Well, to them, they were old. You know, in their family, everybody got married 17, 18, and they didn't get married until mom was 21 and dad was 26. Mm -hmm. But um, they just... And then they, they didn't have any children for two years. So by the time my sister came along, they were just thrilled to death to finally get a child. And my sister and I couldn't couldn't get over it because she had three kids in four years and I had four kids in eight years
1: well you they spoke into your life Uh, Nancy I gotta I gotta move on but thank you for your call and Nancy reminds us listen when mom and dad are on the same page speaking encouragement at the life of children let's not offset each other we've heard today the power of encouragement I think we've also been pulling back the covers on the the destructive force of discouragement boy that can really be destructive (music)
0: is encouraging quite frequently, which would seem like a typical thing to do. However, I grew up in a very critical household, and as a child, I always heard um, a lot of discouraging comments, a lot of negativity. I wasn't used to that when I got married, so my husband was constantly building me up, and and 12 years later, he's still doing that, and uh, tell you what, it's made all the difference in the world. Every day he tells me he loves me, every day he tells me how wonderful I
2: am, every day he tells me about my strengths and my talents, and he doesn't seem to tire of it, so I- I'm just blessed.
1: Well, you are one blessed lady. I, I really, um, I know you know that. And I wouldn't feel discouraged. You just did good. You picked good. It shows you that you were thinking before you picked for for life. You know, can I just add to what, what you heard here? We're talking about encouragement today. And you have heard me reference the scripture that really talks about this thing on a hope deferred makes the heart sick. And one of the things we hope for is encouragement in our lives. And it's something we need in marriage and life in general. Who can you encourage today? A text that you send, a Facebook contact or telephone call whatever it is that you're letting someone know that you love them appreciate them and encourage them through your words let your words speak encouragement today
2: i really wanted to drop you a line today you encourage thousands and thousands of people like myself every single day of the week i look forward to turning the radio on and just hearing you i've been blessed you've taught me a a ton of things you've showed me how to see things uh, in a little different way a lot of times i thank god for you i want to encourage you and give you strength for what you do every day for us i'm just not sure if you hear that enough so i just want to extend this to you from myself and probably thousands and thousands of other people that think the same thing and that is we want to thank you so much you're our teacher you're our mentor and God, through you, is touching every one of our lives in a, in a very, very good way. And uh, I just thank you so much for everything you do.
1: Well, thank you, Steve, for sharing that. Uh, that's very encouraging, you know. as the first time I've heard it. As I was hearing your, your words of encouragement to me, I could feel my, my blood pressure going down, my encouragement going up, and I think that's what we need in life. It's what helps us get through the day when we say something and, and mean it to encourage someone else. It's such an easy thing to do, really. I mean, it's not, it doesn't take a lot of effort, but it makes a huge difference when you talk about a return on investment. So thank you for sharing that with us. You know, today we've been talking about encouragement. And of course, you know at the root of that, the core is courage. And you can either be discouraged, taking away your courage, or you can be encouraged, building up someone's courage. And so when you think about your children, Hey, listen, mom and dad, your kids need your encouragement to help them build courage for life today. Your spouse needs that. If you're married, your siblings, the people you work with, we all need it. So think of someone today, maybe to make that your one thing challenge for today and maybe every day for the next 30 days, every day intentionally encouraging someone who needs just a little more courage in their life. And again, as we wrap up today, I just want to say thank you to those of you who have lifted our arms and lifted us up in terms of the ministry with your financial support, allowing our voice to go out by radio and through the internet and through the resources that we create. Thank you for your support. And because of that, we can be here today. And your gift today of monthly support is huge. Come and join us so we can get these resources out to more people. Again, just call 888 -888 1717 or go to theintentionallife.com. I'm Dr. Randy for Stephen and the rest of the team here. God bless you. Thank you for your prayers and support. And we'll see you next time right here from the Intentional Living Center.